What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh, luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! <laughs> I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this you episode. you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. I was nominated for winner for more. God damn Hi. Hello. We're back. Hello. How are you? Domo psycho arigato. Ha, Pretty ha, sure ha. you said that last Hawaii. time. And I'm saying it again. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Podcast from Planet Weird. This is episode 309. And 309. You know what that means. We're closing out the month of Japanuary. By talking about what is considered to be not only one of the greatest Japanese films, but one of the greatest animated films, and Film. in in totality, just one of the greatest films of all time. It's considered to be. People so. say, "Well, Avatar got this much at the box office." Shut up! Shut the hell up! Money Enough means with the In this world. Where we have to retire at 70 and unless we die. Do you think money is worth anything? Come on. Get it straight. Get your shit straight. You think you're going to be rich? No. So we're going to watch Spirited Away on loop until we're happy. And this Japanuary, I know your month in particular has been, we've both been busy. You've been very busy. Um, have you had time to watch any other Jap- Japanese films? I know you talked about all the other ones you said you recommended. No. <laughs> the way I haven't been able to watch anything. Not I even a Vine. Not even a fucking Vine, no. I'll start a YouTube video and then I have to stop it halfway through every time. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You know, I spent over 12 hours. No, actually roughly around 12 hours at work yesterday. Um, and I maybe sat down twice. Oh, maybe three times, actually. Yeah, I, I, I think I might watch. I saw that they have like a, um, the Miyazaki like documentary on HBO Max as mm-hmm. well. Um, I might watch that, um, before the month ends, but otherwise, yeah, just been busy, busy, busy. And for the audio listeners, Juan's looking at his tongue. I think I have toothpaste on my beard. (laughs) That's okay. We're just proud of you for brushing your teeth. Because we know your stance. Okay. We know your stance. This is going to be brave of me. Are you ready? I have made a conscious decision. Please applaud. To brush my teeth every night and every morning. Please applaud. That is basic hygiene. Good job. <laughs> do the do the the little kid uh, like the one that's like yay whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Do that and that. Yeah, that's more work for me, but like people can imagine that. Um, okay, I love that for you. I just yeah. went to just. I was and- supposed to go like in September or something, but I was like. Girly, I'm about to get health insurance, so I'm going to wait until that kicks in. Oh, my God. The way that I I have to figure out 
when I have to get my next prep appointment because I don't have access anymore because going full-time said, <laughs> bitch. So I don't have the, the free insurance no more. And now I have the museum insurance, but the benefits start in March. I have to wait until March. What am I supposed to wait, do? Wait, did you Sarah? just get kicked off? Yeah, I just got kicked off. Oh, that sucks. Because I was able to like... I could have just kept my private insurance until luckily my my work insurance kicked in quickly. It wasn't like the three months that's usually how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was I could have just stayed on the private one. They would have taken my money. Well, I didn't have private insurance, Sarah. No, I know, but that sucks. That, that's weird that they would. And you know like, what's crazy is that oh. they're trying to bill me for a doctor's appointment that I did in like. Remember when I had allergies again and I went to the doctors? Like, when was that? October, November? Yeah, that was October. They're trying to bill me for that. And I'm like, mm, I was covered. So, no. So, talk to Mr. Access himself. Who deals with that? Extra, extra. There's a, well, I always liked on Sister Sister, there's that episode where, like, one of them has to go to the hospital. One of those fucking sisters. One it was either Maori. sister or sister. Right, sister? Um, girl, sister, girl. And Lisa, the mom, she, like, they're telling her, like, her how much it would be or the bill or something. And they're like, who should we make out the bill to? And she was like, Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, we were young back then, but I think she had something to do with the healthcare in that time listen at this point send the bill to fucking anyone besides me literally send it to anyone send it to what's a famous send actor it to we, zoom send it to zoom i that's i i still put my address down i'm like oh you want my address for the bill p.o box 02134 boston mass Austin Mass sent like, to Zoom. Like, come on. You ain't pay- I'm, pr- I'm not, you ain't pranking me. You know who can pay that? Fucking Zoe. Girl, no, she's Zoe got enough hospital Zoe. bills with her fucking latex allergy touching nothing. Who sucked on that show other than her? <laughs> like, I don't want to, like, give... Eduardo. I'm like, I'm not going to make Lanise pay. I'm not going to make Garrett pay. I'm not going to make Kenny pay. You know who we can make pay? Our girl. Cor- Caroline, 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 you know she's making money. Exactly, she's rich. <laughs> yeah, she's got she's got workers comp from all those fucking things getting thrown at her. <laughs> of course, one of the Zoom kids, Taylor, from like the later, like one of the the last rich. seasons, the little black girl. She no, she's like a writer. I follow her on Twitter. She does like she works for Reductress. I don't know if she still does, but like you know, Reductress to like. Oh, yeah. The onion, basically, but for, like, they're, like, a lot of... It's the onion, but for the girlies, Okay, basically. Onions for girls. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess we've just been a little bit busy for January, but that's how I think January is. No, um, I don't think anyone's had a busy January. <laughs> I think... Except for me. Oh, okay. Um, and is your show available or like, yeah, so, um, for any, for those of you that don't any know, local listeners, anyone who wants to fly in just to see one's exhibition. So, uh, the Phoenix Art Museum just recently did an ex, uh, recently just, um, opened up an exhibition, uh, called Guarding the Art of Frontline Perspective. 
um, modeled after the Baltimore Museum's uh, Garden of the Art exhibition. Um, it's basically, it's an exhibition that, that opened um, room for uh, frontline staff members uh, to basically curate a show for the first time and learn about cur uh, what the curatorial process is and um, basically like uh, break down the walls that are like set up between like, you know, who gets to speak about art and who does who gets to display art and like that whole like upper education versus lower education like all that jazz so it's really cool i have i chose uh pyramid by keith henry keith henry oh my god keith Her by david henry oh my ew, uh, not him um a keith herring piece and then i also chose sweeping clouds by ed mail um to be on display at the museum so and you get to take the keith herring pyramid home and That's it's so actually cool. right behind me. That's so cool. That's so cool. I get to keep it afterwards. Um, but no, yeah, it's on display. I think we're. I think it's a. It's on exhibition for a year. So if you're visiting Phoenix or you're a Phoenix uh, local, uh, check it out. Um, it's gonna be great. And then um, Barbie, uh, our Barbie exhibition, and uh, I think it's called Pink. Uh, it's just mm. pink trapeze, trapeze um, is opening up on Valentine's Day. So if you want to look at some vintage Barbies and how Barbie basically, uh, you know, impacted the fashion world, um, come check how that out. Barbed. Opens up in uh, on Valentine's Day. It'd be very cute. Wow. Let's Your start the petition to get Trixie Mattel to show up at the museum. Your thing's open for a whole year. Yeah. Oh, I was here thinking like, oh, I gotta make time to go see it this month. Go oh now. my god, I can go any fucking day of the year. You can literally go whenever. I can go December thirty first. Except on Mondays and Tuesdays, we are closed. Yeah. Do not come. Do not come here. Do not come here. Wow. And oh my god, oh my god, this just in Southwest is is already booked up. All the flights are booked. <laughs> All the listeners. Are flying in. Every flight to Phoenix is booked by listeners. Yes. And we love that. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Also, um, if you can't make it, um, I did an audio version. Uh, an audio book. There's a, there's a, actually, there's a really cool app called the Bloomberg app. Um, uh, basically called Bloomberg Connects, uh, uh, powered by Bloomberg for, uh, Philanthrop Philanthropy. Okay, Anna Ferris. Philanthropy. Philanthropy. You can go there and you can check out any museum. You can also check out the Phoenix Art Museum now um, as a digital guide. And uh, I have an audio uh, entry for the Keith Herring piece. So if you can't make it, but you still want to see like my thoughts, my opinions, my what my brain has to say, um, check that out. Um, again, that's the Bloomberg app, Bloomberg Connects, powered by Bloomberg Philanthropy. Thank you so much. Are we sponsored? <laughs> and the audio clip is just you screaming. And we love that. We what? I said in the audio clip is just you screaming. <laughs> Okay, well, with that, let's go ahead and dive into a different piece of art. Yeah, a different another, medium. Another piece of art by Miyazaki himself. Let's talk about Spirited Away.
Oh my god, I've been spirited away. Christopher Walken. Ew, was that um was that your best uh, what's his name? It's I'm I've been the spirits away. <laughs> my parents have turned into pigs and I don't know what I should do. Can someone Haku, get me the what is his me. name? What is his name? Walken. Can someone give me the Christopher Walken edit of him playing Chihiro? Ch Chihiro? Nope, wrong. Oh my god, what is her name? Chihiro. Chihiro, there we go. Chihiro, fucking dummy. More like the hero. Mm, zero to hero. Bless my soul. Ooh, and there's a Hercules connection, and we'll talk about that. Okay. So Spirited Away is a 2001 Japanese animated fantasy film written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki animated by Studio Ghibli or Ghibli we never did find out what the... and after I walk that watch that documentary I'm sure I will find out <laughs> I'm sure after this month is over we will find out the proper pronunciation hold up I'm gonna look this up you keep talking I will educate myself Studio Ghibli for Tokuma Shoten Nippon Television Network, Dentsu, Buena Vista Home Entertainment, aka Disney. Uh, Ew, not Buena Toho Vista. Kushinisha Film and Mitsubishi, <laughs> distributed by Toho. Now, one of those was not like the other. Okay, so Mitsubishi does energy, finance, banking, machinery, chemicals, and food. Ooh, if there's two words I want next to each other, it's chemicals and food. Oh, mamacita, let's go. Get me that good. Let me try to, oh, there are no chemicals. There is no, there is no, there is no ingredients list on this bitch. What is Wait, that, a ginger ale? Products in bottle, bottle, oh, there is nothing in here. Huh? Is that a ginger ale? It's, um, it's not Japanese. Don't no one come for me. No one come for me. It is soju. Oh, the Korean alcohol. Okay. It's yummy. It's really yummy. I like the strawberry and peach flavors. Spirited Away tells the story of Chihiro Sen. Oh, okay. Ojino. <laughs> a 10-year-old girl who, while moving to a new neighborhood, enters the world of kami which is spirits of japanese shinto folklore after her parents are turned into pigs by the witch yababa we've all been there uh chihiro takes a job working in yababa's bathhouse to find a way to free herself and her parents and return to the human world i mean that's just like a friday night right like everyone's friday night and that's relatable I think we've all been there. I think all our parents have been turned into pigs from eating food that they shouldn't have. Okay, but on the real tea, whose parents have not been like this that are like, it's fine. Like, <laughs> just eating. No, your parents ever do that though? Like, they ever like go anywhere and they're like, it's okay if we do this. It's okay. It'll be fine. And you're like, I don't think it will. Mm, nothing comes to mind. Oh, okay, great. But I was Just thinking mine. when you were saying, I think we all have had our parents turn into pigs. We would do the Victoria Justice meme, but it's her saying that. <laughs> I think we've all, and that's just the entire plot of this movie. I think we've all, yeah. Can you do it? Edit, make the edit. Yeah. Um, directed by Hayao Miyazaki, written by Hayao Miyazaki, produced, edited. <laughs> 
directed, animated, colored, scored by Best Boy Grip. Not Best Boy Grip. Um. Yes, it's another written and directed by Miyazaki movie, and of course, produced by Toshio Suzuki, our katana king, the uh, man who sent a katana to Harvey Weinstein. Um, the evil is defeated. This was released July. You have a frog behind you. Oh, <laughs> I do. I have a little spirit statue right here for, Love the, him. for the YouTube viewers over on Patreon. Um, yes, I'm here in the grass. Ooh. In the great plains. In the great, in the great beyond. Someone told me to go touch grass. Was it Renee Rapp? Oh, did she say this? Did you, have you seen the interview where she's like, where she's like, who says that she can't be gay? She's gay to me. Grow up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did post it. Go, oh, to, yeah. go home. Touch That's grass. just the thing a lot of people say now. Okay, but like. I only like it when she says it. Mm, okay. <laughs> Relatable. I've um, become a Renee Rap stan. No offense to anyone, but everyone who's not her back the fuck up. As you should. Literally Thank months you. after you met her. <laughs> after you met her for free because something logistically happened and they gave us an extra meet and greet. Slay. Honestly, such a slay. Ooh. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to make a joke. You know those memes that are like, oh, I sm shouldn't have smoked all that. Like, now I'm in Roku City. Oh, yeah. Damn, I shouldn't have smoked that. Now I'm in Roku Now I'm in Ubaba's bathhouse. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Oh, shit, guys. We, haven't, we shouldn't have smoked all that. Now our parents are pigs. <laughs> shouldn't have taken that edible. <laughs> now I'm in what's her name? Zaniba's home and no faces knitting hut. a sweater by me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no face knitted me a scarf. Holy and fuck, ugly. Now I have to work now for this witch. Like uh, I have to give this stink spirit a bath now. Uh, don't you hate it? This movie was released July 20th, 2001 in Japan. It was not released in the U.S. until later, and we'll talk about that. Um, but the budget was $19.2 million. What do you think the box office was? And again, I believe this is globally, not, not domestic. Okay, before we go on, I just found this interview. Mm-hmm. Where Hayao Miyazaki himself says the word. It is pronounced Ghibli. Okay. Studio Ghibli. Ghibli. Hold up. Let me just let me just double check. Jib or like I should say that it's softer, like Give me a second. Give me a second to listen again. Ghibli. 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 Okay. Jigglypuff. Ghibli. Ghibli. And apparently that word in Arabic means a fiercely hot wind. Okay. Fun. Slay. Oh my God, Sarah. Fiercely hot wind. Like the wind of a nuclear weapon. Oh my God. He's so traumatized. There's always wind in these movies. He's so traumatized. In the valley of the winds. Nasika. In this movie. Oh my God. Howl's moving wind. 
<laughs> it's always Porco the boy in the no wind. Rides the wind. Porco wind. Kiki's my delivery neighbor, wind. My neighbor Toto wind. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you think the box office was? The budget was nineteen point two million dollars. Nineteen point two. Nineteen porn. Nineteen point two million dollars. I'm gonna say this bitch fucking cranked sixty million. Can no, you take up. me higher? Baby, take me higher. Twelve hundred million. More to Shut a up. place where no. five hundred million. Um, three hundred ninety-five point eight million. Oh fuck! Okay, I went too high. I I did the I did the playco fucking do 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 do. I went over a little too That's high. That's fucking crazy. Nineteen to three hundred million. What is yeah. that? What is that? What is like twenty? I'm gonna see. I'm gonna do some maths real quick. You keep going. Well, part of it is that. It won the Oscar for Best Animated Film. Makes and sense. then they started releasing it everywhere. They didn't release it in the U.S. like after it won the Oscar, basically. I think that's a 15% gross. 150%? And I think that's gross. I can't do fractions right now. Sorry, I'm stupid. That's it did fine. Win an Oscar Remember year last year. time I was doing math all wrong. Or no, that was the Dave the Barbarian episode. No, you were right. You were right. You just said you said I like just said the wrong. You said like minutes, yeah, increment. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do have some background here um, on the how it came to be. But while I do that, I do want to just remind everyone who this movie beat at the Oscars. Um, Shrek. No, not Shrek. Shrek was the first. Once they introduced the animated category, Shrek was the first one to win. Oh, and I did not to brag, but I did go to the Academy Museum where they have the Oscar for Shrek or an Oscar. Like one of the producers said, Here, have this. And it's in the I don't want it. And you can see it. You know who's Um, got beef with with DreamWorks now? Maybe. Or maybe it's just on loan for a limited time and then he'll get it back. Maybe. Also, look, my hair looks so beautiful right now. Oh, my God. Okay. I didn't so, take care of my skin. Best animated feature film, Spirited Away, beat out Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch. Oh, yeah. The Spirit, the Stallion of the Cimarron. Fuck him. And Treasure Planet. Oh. In, in two of those Wait, I've that's seen crazy in, that, in that's crazy. Sorry, go. I was just going to say, two of those I've seen in like. One is okay, and I haven't seen Spirit. You like Lilo and Stitch. And Treasure Planet. And Treasure... Okay, Ice Age is fine. That baby. Ice Age really is just fine. I don't understand how it did so well. How it's continuing to thrive. How it spawned so much, yeah. Um, I can only take so much of Ray Romano's voice, you know? Girl, me too. Um, Like, everybody loves Ray... But like, not me. But only for a little bit. But only for the thirty minutes he's on screen. Um, that's crazy. That I didn't. I forgot that Treasure Planet got nominated. Good for them. I would have thought that it didn't because so many people like kind of shitted on that one. Well, and it was so like buried. Yeah. It went what did so we much say? Trauma, just Go back accept. and listen to that episode where we talked about how it. It Fought. wasn't there something around how like you know how like Winnie the Pooh. 
2011 came out like around Harry Potter, so it was like buried, and like no well, one saw it. I think also, it was something like that. Also, Treasure remember. Planet had such a turbulent like development cycle that it was just like a pain to even get made. Like they were like the 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 people who were in charge of Disney at the time were like fighting tooth and nail to make Treasure Planet. Like it was like they're like going to be like their their magnum opus. But Disney was like, no, stop. No one wants that. No. No. I am no. the Stitch. No. Um, speaking of Lilo and Stitch, Lilo herself is the voice of Chihiro in the English dub, Bive Chase, the Slay. white girl. Again, not playing a white girl. I didn't know Moana. Oh, by the way, y'all, we saw we finally we saw Mean Girls together. Me and Sarah did. And um, I didn't know Moana was Ali'i. Yeah, I didn't know that. By the way, her. her name is spelled, and I've been saying it as Cravalho or Cravalho, but I just watched an interview literally before we got on this call, and she said Cravalio. So what, uh, Ali'i Cravalio? I guess. Slay. Um, but yeah, she's Moana, and she's. I think. Also, what's her name in the movie? Janice. Janice Ian. Janice Ian. Um, she's also in that gay movie we watched, Crush. Oh, so gay. Everything gay. Crush, crush. She is queer. Um, I think we once Mean Girls comes out like on streaming or something, I think we do we We do it. We do a little we slip it in somewhere. Oh yeah. Into one of our themes. Mean March. But we've already done the other ones. Have we done what other what other bitch movie have we not covered? Clueless? We did, we did Clueless last year. Um, um, what's the Heathers? We have not done Heathers. There we go. And I'm still upset that we didn't get a Heathers the musical the movie. Oh my god. The way okay, the way that I was thinking about um Brittany the other night being like, uh, what I would give to watch Such her a again. vision in that show. Such a gorgeous performance. Um, everyone else can kind of choke, but I loved her. <laughs> Everyone else was fine, but she Stand she out. shone through. Um, okay, other voice cast: Jason Marsden is the voice of Haku, and the second because I couldn't remember, I didn't look up all this info before rewatching this. I I knew that little girl was Deve Chase just because I recognized that voice, and I said, "With our luck in this world, they gave that little white girl another non-white part," and I know. <laughs> That's how this world works, so I'm sure it's her. Check. Mm -hmm. Jason Marsden, I recognize that voice because he's Thackeray Binks. He's Max Goof. He's Jason Marsden. We know it. Mm -hmm. Yababa and Zaniba, um, an actress I don't know. It's Suzanne Plachette. Now, she was in Ivy's favorite movie, The Birds. The birds. The birds. The horror movie? Oh, wait. She was Emily Hartley. Yeah. On the Bob Newhart show, which I've seen. Um, Oh, my God. She's literally the. Okay. Then I do know her just like subconsciously. Because I have seen that. Um, But this was her last film role. She passed away Um, after. Oh, sad to say. Peace, rest in peace to a queen. Um. Yeah, and then we have uh, David Ogden Styers playing Kumaji. Kamaji. Kamaji. Um, playing, sorry, Toonami. 
And um, <laughs> we talked about him before. He, um, again, Lilo and Stitch, he was um, Jamba. Jamba Juki Baba. He's also um, Cogsworth in Beauty and the Beast and Governor Ratcliffe and Wiggins in Pocahontas. Ew, not Governor Ratcliffe. Um, yeah. Oh my God, he narrated M. Night Shyamalan's Lady in the Water. Okay, the, as many times as I go, Lady in the Water, I have never seen that movie. I've never seen it. I remember going to see some movie where that trailer was before it, mm -hmm. and that trailer scared the shit out of me. Cause I, I don't was think I've ever even seen the trailer. In elementary school. It just scared me. Like, okay, is this ladies in the fucking water? There's just women in water. And it's Bryce Dallas Howard. I'm scared. Oh god, she's gonna talk to me about fucking dogs again. She's gonna talk to me about the fucking dogs. Do you, do you remember? Puppies. Do y'all do does everybody remember that era of time where Bryce Dallas Howard just commanded the screen at every theater, being like I want to talk to you about a new movie dog's about dogs or whatever it was called. A dog's life, a dog's tail, a dog's heart. When, dog. I saw, when I went and saw Mean Girls the second time, I did go a second time by myself. You did, and I was proud of you. I was really proud of you. I did notice. Because well, like, when we went to the early screening, obviously they didn't do any like stuff beforehand. Mm -hmm. But when I went just by myself to a regular screening they didn't play anything before the movie i don't think harkins does that anymore they don't play the they don't play trailers they play trailers but they don't do like little ads and stuff oh like they, they don't do. do like what amc does where they're like Newbie. welcome to movie stuff amc yeah yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah where they have like maria menounos um yeah they don't do that anymore <laughs> maria menudo yeah which is i mean fine but I remember back in the day they had Screen Vision with Bradford Howe. I do remember Screen Vision. He was that skinny white guy, and he'd be like, "I'm Bradford Howe, and I'm talking to you about this movie." I kind of like what um, what what Majestic, uh, Majestic. does. I think yeah. that's kind of cute, like the whole like movie trivia stuff. I think that's fun. Or they show like old ass B movie stuff. Yeah, that's cute. Mm -hmm. We need to record an ad for them. Oh. We can do it. We can it's, buy an ad space at Majestic. I know, but it, it is hundreds of dollars, and it's like a, it's like a minimum of like three months or something. Ugh. So support us on Patreon so we can get an ad running at Majestic, <laughs> so that the people at the Gilbert Arizona Majestic can see us and go, "Oh Lord, they're Satan personified." <laughs> That's how Gilbert people sound in my mind. Oh Lord, them devil queers are here. They are here again. Um, Lynn is played by Susan Egan. I said there was a Hercules connection. She, of course, was a Megara in Disney's Hercules. Uh, Hercules, Hercules. Yes. Um, she was also on, in Broadway. On Broadway. She was not in, in Broadway. It. She, was, she was in the tunnels of Broadway. <laughs> on Broadway as Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Um, she's also in another... Ghibli film. She's in Porco Rosso as well. Ghibli. Yes, she is in Porco Rosso. Porco she... Rosso? Rosso, Rosso. Rosso, Porco Rosso. This ain't Ross Matthews, okay? This isn't Rosso Matthews. Do they say is that in there? Is that his name? Porco Rosso, yeah. 
That's his name. Okay. Well, I remember again. I remember it from the whatever ad. I think it, mm-hmm. again, Scooby Doo ad right before that. You're right. You did mention that. Um, I still don't know if I was right about that though. Okay. She's also Rose Quartz and Pink Diamond um, on Steven Universe. Oh, what a bitch! But we decom lovers know her as Miss Bartlett from Gotta Kick It Up, Si Se Puede. Oh, we love our white savior. White savior. Our queen who just showed those little Hispanic girls how to dance. You know, it always takes one white person to motivate so many Hispanic people from the brink of collapse. Mm -hmm. So on behalf of Hispanic people from Latinos, on behalf of Latinos, thank you, white people. Thank you for saving us. Thank you. Sarah? Thank you. Yeah. And on behalf of on behalf of the Irish people, this is unrelated, Potato. but we love Iowa Deppery. <laughs> she is an honorary Irish, Irish person. Irish person. So love that. Thank you, Iowa Deppery. I really do feel like those are my two sides of my culture. I have America Ferreira and I have Iowa, Iowa Deppery. Yes. Honestly, what a great pairing, Slay. Yes. Um, let's see. Some of these other people, some of these characters, like, I don't even know if their names are said. Chichi Yaku? Who was that? Girl. Now, who was that? Can I tell you? Because that was Paul Eiding, who plays Max Tennyson in the Ben 10 series. Okay, okay. I'm going to look up Chichi Yaku. Um... Aniyaku, who was the assistant manager who's like in, in charge of the bath tokens. Mm-hmm. He was voiced by John Ratzenberg, who, you know, is in every Pixar movie. He's like their secret weapon. He's their guy. Oh! I think Chichiyaku is... Oh, God. He's this motherfucker. Oh, okay. Ginger mustache. Yeah. Frog face okay. like a Mitch. Okay. Um, no face and... Ogaru? I'll look up um, who that is. Are are both voiced by Bob Bergen, who is uh, Porky Pig and Tweety from Looney Tunes. Okay, Slay. Um, oh, Ogaru is the frog at the beginning that goes like... Oh my god, hated him for that moment. And we'll <laughs> talk about that. Um, Bondi Gairu? You're doing great. You're doing He's great. He's a foreman. Sweetie. It says it that one. It does say foreman. Okay. Um, voiced by, and I love this name, Roger Bumpass. Fuck yeah. <laughs> who is also the voice of Squidward Tentacles? <laughs> oh my god, Roger Bumpass. <laughs> Squidward tennis balls. Yes, yes. Um, we have the baby being voiced by Tara Strong. Oh, you know, that's. She's Timmy Turner and like she's such a slay as the fucking baby. Every if you don't play with me, character. I'll cry. That's I'm gonna mean. say that every every so often now. Um, Chihiro's father, who it does give his name, even though I don't know if we hear it. Um, he is voiced by Michael Chiklis, and that is Misael Chiklet. The um, fuck is that? Michael Chiklis, who is the thing from the Fantastic Four movies, the the Jessica Alba ones, the oh the my good, god, fun he's so one. hot. Yes, 
Yes. The bald guy. Yes. I love him. I love him so much. Yes. Um, oh, God. If I ever see him like, this is me. After mm. I found out that he was the voice for that dad, I'm like, that fits. Yeah. Um, the mom was voiced by Lauren Holly. And I said, who the hell is that? And then I Googled or like I clicked on her name and she's Mary Swanson from Dumb and Dumber. And that's all I know her from. Good. But she was the one who was married to Jim Carrey because they like met on that movie and they were married for like a second and then they got divorced. One second. Um, I mean, that's the ideal marriage, I think. Just kind of grab and go. Grab and go. What are you grabbing? And what are we grabbing? I swear I looked, I thought I saw that she was on something else that was interesting, but I guess not. But good for you, still. Still doing stuff. Um, And then River Spirit, voiced by Jim Ward, who um, has been in a bunch of things. The River Spirit that says one word, I think he literally just says thank you and leaves. Wow. Well, he's Stretch in Casper Meets Wendy, so show some fucking respect. Oh my fucking god, fine, damn. And he's additional voices in uh, The Grinch made by Illumination, so there. Illumination! The one we accidentally almost Oh god, when we got Grinched. And then the Radish Spirit is voiced by Jack Angel. What a name. Jangel. Jack Angel, who has worked on Transformers, G.I. Joe, and a bunch of Disney and Pixar stuff, apparently. Oh, and he has passed away. Oh, just no. in. I'm just learning he... Oh. Oh, he just passed away. Died at the age of 90. No, 2021. Six days shy of his 91st birthday. Rest well, in peace, King. Rest in peace. 91 years. Damn, he's been in every fucking thing. Damn, what a what a career. Um, but I wrote down the gist, the bullet points of how this movie was made. So basically, Princess Mononoke, we covered it last time, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. He makes Miyazaki makes this movie. And then he's trying to figure out what to do next. Considered retiring. There was that little bit. I mean trying to figure when out when he is he not? When is he not considering that? <laughs> um, aren't we all? considering that maybe I we mean, don't have the means but we're all thinking what if i just stopped working <laughs> what if i just stopped sometimes i wish um so he was coming up with a couple ideas he pitched two ideas um and they were rejected uh he wanted to make a movie for his family friends like like children like they were like 10 year old girls who like were family friends mm -hmm. um and he wanted them to have like a, a character they could look up to he noticed that like the mangas that would they would read would be all about like these little girls with crushes and that's like boring as far as it, done over done we're done said, no we want a character with layers with i don't layers. want you to fall in love ever okay no. our aromantic icon chihiro mm -hmm. I keep trying to take a drink, but the cap is still on. Ooh. Um, 
So he was inspired by a bathhouse in his town that had a small door next to it. And he would look at it and be like, what goes on? Like, what is this? Who goes there? What's what? Now, who, who the hell goes in that? Yes. The little mouse from Cat Dog? Cat Dog. Um, so production officially started in the year 2000. Um, the year we went underwater? 2000 leagues is that what that means oh no sorry i was thinking of the jonas brother song but that's the year 3000 <laughs> okay not much has changed but we live underwater walt disney pictures financed 10 percent of the film's production cost for the right of first refusal for american distribution the fuck does that mean? and i looked up what that means and i still don't really understand it but they got involved oh uh, of course um, as with Princess Mononoke, Miyazaki and the Studio Ghibli staff experimented with computer animation with the use of more computers and programs such as, such as Soft Image 3D. The staff learned the software but used the technology carefully so that it enhanced the story instead of stealing the show. Play. As mm -hmm. it should. CGI should enhance. It should never take over. Why can't we understand that? Have you seen The Wolfman, Sarah? Have you seen the movie The Wolfman? Did that come out in like 2013 or something? Yeah, that okay, one. Okay, I've heard of it. That movie is beautiful because it's practical effects with digital enhancements to make it look better, but it's not all fucking CGI. Miyazaki based some of the buildings in the spirit world on the buildings in the real life Edo Tokyo Open Air Architectural Museum in Kogane, Tokyo, Japan. Another major inspiration was the Notoya Ryokin, a traditional Japanese inn located in Yamagata Prefecture, famous for its exquisite architecture and ornamental features. Play. So that's where the vision was coming from. John Lasseter. Oh, God. Known person who does have allegations. Oh, God. Um, and I was like, what is he doing now? Like, just banished? He's in the shadow realm. No, he's like working for a different company that like it's a company that makes like a bunch of different stuff. I forget what it is, but they made that movie Luck, that animated movie that Apple TV came out with. No. So he's still employed. And I ask why? What if, what if he wasn't? Um As someone it, who um doesn't have Apple TV, why? So John Lasseter, friend of Miyazaki, um what was you know like would get updates on the film and would see footage of it saw the film loved what he was seeing so ceo of disney michael eisner was like what if we hire you don't we hate him too he's gone right yeah he's yeah he's not the the ceo anymore um, wait do we love him or do we hate him eisner no people don't like him okay um i don't know like i don't know any facts about what he like I think he was just shitty. What, I think he yeah, was he like money wise was just a shitty person. Um. Well, Michael Eisner, isn't it? It's that like Shrek, like wasn't Lord Farquaad like based on him or something? Probably. I think we talked about that. Um, Probably. Anywho, if you told me that as a fact, I'd believe you. So, he's like, "Oh, you should like get involved with the English dub. Like, help us bring this to like." american audiences so he he signs on as executive producer 
Um, Beauty and the Beast co-director Kirk Wise uh, and Aladdin co-producer Donald W. Ernst joined John Lasseter as director and producer, respectively, of Spirited Away. Okay. The screenwriters were Cindy H Davis Hewitt and Donald H. Hewitt, who kind of changed the writing to not only be try to match as well as they could the the lips. Oh, the, the, animation, the, the lip animation, yeah. But also make things like a little easier for us to understand because we're dumb. Like I the, think I could have done a good job. Like in the Japanese version, they don't she doesn't say like, oh, it's a bathhouse. Cause like that's a Japanese thing and they know yeah. what that is. Whereas like we're stupid and we're like, what's that? People so. hear bathhouse here and they're like, isn't that a sex place? Yes. And apparently people have tried to argue probably american people have been like isn't spirited away about like a brothel or something no it's like, literally like for people to go take baths yeah. i didn't even see ass in this movie i fucking wish i saw some bear fucking spirit ass the radish spirit i want to see whole free free the nipple of the spirits <laughs> mm -hmm. um Advertising was limited with Spirited Away being mentioned in a small scrolling section of the film section of Disney.com. Disney had sidelined their official website for Spirited Away and given the film a comparatively small promotional budget. Mark Hairston argues that this was a justified response to Studio Ghibli's retention of the merchandising rights to the film and characters, which limited Disney's ability to properly market the film. Now, I tried to look up who Mark... Hairston was, but when I clicked on the Wikipedia footnote, it took me to a Safari can't load this page. So I couldn't tell you if he was involved with the marketing, if he's some sort of marketing expert. It sounds I don't like a know. coward to me. Yeah. It sounds like they're just trying to be like, that's why we didn't promote it. Uh -huh. Because we couldn't make a profit off of it. Because Dude. there's we didn't want to get in trouble. We don't want to get in trouble with the copyright claims of Totoro and stuff. We don't want to. No, it's literally because they couldn't make a profit off of it. Coward bitches. <laughs> um, yeah. And then um, the movie is released eventually, obviously. Um, it became, it beat the previous record um, in Japan set by Mononoke, Princess Mononoke. Uh, it was number one at the Japanese box office for the first 11 weeks and spent 16 weeks there total. Oh Went on God. to become the highest grossing film in Japanese history. Oh my God. Uh, also set the all-time attendance record, surpassing the 16.8 million tickets sold by the Titanic. Oh my God. Um, Japanese, Japanese? Japanese people love Titanic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Titanic was like a world thing. Everyone, Everyone loves that. that fucking movie about that stupid fucking boat that got sank up in the fucking ocean. And that's why I don't want to go to the fucking cold ocean, Sarah. I'm going to Titanic myself. So that was in 2001. So in 2002, it premieres at TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival in the U.S. And then was related. Well, I guess U.S. Canada. But yeah. In the, on this continent. Um, and then it's released in the U.S. officially on September 20th, 2002. Um, it had little marketing, less than Disney's other V films, with a maximum of 151 theaters showing the film in 2002. Um, and let's discuss why is that? 
-hmm. So not a lot of theaters. After the 2003 Oscars, when it won Best Picture, it expanded to 714 theaters. Hell yeah. And ultimately grossed around $10 million by September 2003. Let's go. Um, Money grabber. Moderately successful in South Korea and France. Um, it was one of the top 10 anime films um, to this day in Argentina based on ticket sales. Argentina is still is still showing this film. Don't cry for her. Actually, don't cry for her. Argentina kind of kind of fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. I learned some shit recently. Oh God, guys, we gotta cancel Argentina. <laughs> hey, um, don't cry for her anymore. Don't cry for her. Actually, yell at her. Just um stop. Um, it had a re-release. Um, in China in June 2019 uh, after they did a re-release of Totoro. Um, the delayed theatrical release in China was due to the long-standing political tensions between China and Japan, but many Chinese became familiar with Miyazaki's films due to rampant video piracy. Yeah! Yo-ho, yo-ho. When at first you don't succeed, break the law. It topped the Chinese box office with $28.8 million open weekend opening weekend beating Toy Story 4 in China. Fuck them toys. Girl, fuck them toys. Yes. Baba black sheep, more like sheep. And then, as I said, the worldwide box office totals is currently 395.8. Slay. Does that include, like, like, I mean, you probably can't find this information, but you think that would include, like, the, the, the Fathom, the Fathom events? Yeah, I think that's including re-releases okay slay i want to see this movie in theaters i know we oh, said okay yeah yeah well this says right. until studio ghibli fest in 2020 original run including re-release until studio ghibli fest 2020 so through 2020 that's okay i did yeah through ghibli fest i did go see mononoke in theaters and that was really beautiful 2020 was that before everything happened that was yeah like literally right before everything went to shit Okay. Um, and then before the Fire Nation attacked, and that was when the Fire Nation attacked it was released on DVD and VHS in the U.S. Um, became a strong seller because of the Oscar win. They did air it. Um, they aired a documentary on Nippon Television. Nippon, which is a Japanese thing, um, with interviews of the voice actors. Um. Uh, there was a storyboard to see in comparison and the art of spirited away, a documentary narrated by Jason Marsden. Slay. Um, and this, it doesn't say it on here, but like they aired this on Cartoon Network, right? They did? I believe so. Maybe Am like on Toonami, but like I never got to see it on Cartoon Network. I'm pretty sure that's... The first time I saw was this movie I... was... Was I think like on like a I like had to rent it or some shit because like I I had never seen a Ghibli movie up until like a couple years ago when I was dating Ryan and we were like I've never seen it and he was like let's watch it together. Okay, according to this Reddit thread on r slash Lost Media, it did air because someone says, "Does anyone have a recording of Spirited Away on Cartoon Network?" And someone says, 
Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was shown on the Friday's block, blah, blah, blah. Someone else says, I remember it was a part of a month of Miyazaki block that Toonami did in March of 2006. Oh, girl, I did not. I did not have that. Okay, I so I'm not cable. losing my mind. Because I, I believe that. I did not have access to her. To her. I believe my brother and I did watch it uh, on Cartoon Network. Okay. Um, that explains why I don't have any memory of it because I would have never. I didn't exist back then. You didn't. Um, obviously, it's considered one of the greatest movies of all time. And Roger Ebert, who we love slash hate from episode <laughs> to episode, gave the film a full four stars, praising the work in Miyazaki's direction. He said that Spirited Away was one of the year's best films, as well as adding it to his great movies list. Oh, my God. Not the great movies list. Mm-hmm. All right, Franz List. I see you, bitch. Franz? Franz List. He's a composer. Oh, okay. For all um, you music heads out there, you classical music heads. Spirin, uh, Spirin. Steven <laughs> Spielberg, ever heard of him? Said that Spirited Away might be better than any Disney films he has ever seen. Yeah, um, you think, girl? Girl, what you Disney freaking film? Think? What Disney film could fucking topple this? And if any of you bitches are like, um, Joy Story, Finding Nemo, no, those are Pixar movies first and foremost. But, um, I do have some trivia. Oh, we did talk about there was like a stage adaptation of Princess Mononoke. There was a stage adaptation of um, Spirited Away as well. Mm -hmm. Gotta do those on stage performances. Oh, um, you know what just came into my brain randomly? Because I have been brushing my teeth, I've also been scrubbing my tongue. I've thrown up twice. Okay, I don't know what that means. It must mean that you got the little, the little dumpling from, <laughs> from this movie. What from dumpling? the river spirit? The um, little like, medicine. Yeah, I did my little vomit pill. Um, just a couple trivia pieces for you. Um, although it has a rich plot with developed characters, Spirited Away was not made with a script. Miyazaki's films never had scripts during their production. Um, I don't have the story finished and ready when we start work on a film, he told Midnight Eye, whatever that is. I usually don't have the time, so the story develops when I start drawing storyboards. The production starts soon while the storyboards are developed developing still um he doesn't know where the plot is going and he lets it happen organically it's not me who makes the film the film makes itself and i have no choice but to follow i mean kind of a sleigh and honestly. that's kind of me i give like a presentation as someone who loves to be prepared beginning to end i can mad respect anyone that's like on the fly i'll just figure it out and it comes out good Okay, if you're one of those people like, I can do that too. No, you can't because it's probably shit, mama. No, you can't because where? Show me the, show me the, show me the goods. Show me the results because I bet you the shit. But Miyazaki, I trust her. Sarah, I'll trust you, I guess, too. Fuck it with your little presentations. Let's I see what. I wouldn't. Off the cuff. I wouldn't. Put more toothpaste on my mouth. No, no, I'm doing this because I had like an itch. Uh, is this I'm a not, pimple? I'm not telling you to wipe your face. Um, 
the uh this was the first film directed by miyazaki in which a child character was actually voiced by a child a child a child who did we say voices mononoke i already forgot the little white girl that you said of course is this little white girl no that was this girl oh mononoke sorry yeah oh it was claire danes huh my my queen but i don't remember who voiced Ashitake? Ashitake. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, the song over the closing credits was intended for a Miyazaki film that was never made. Miyazaki played it relentlessly while making this film and decided to include it in the end credits. Hell yeah. This is the only non-English language film to date to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Slay. But that'll change if the boy and the heron wins. Oh, I hope it does. I still need to go watch it. I want to find a time to go see it. And finally, this is the highest rated animated film on Letterboxd and IMDb. Hell yeah. Okay, so you rented this? Was that your first? No, I think I like watched. I mean, like by renting, I mean like probably like on a streaming service. Like, I don't remember if I watched this on HBO or something but like the first time i saw this actually like sitting down watching it was probably like i'm gonna say like 2020 2021 mm-hmm. like beginning of the pandemic like middle of the pandemic kind of situation now first time watching this and like really understanding it and taking it in was today but because i was a child these other times but it, when I was in third grade, which would have been 2003 into mm-hmm. 2004, um, my teacher showed us this movie. What the <laughs> fuck? We did. That was the year that we did like a unit on. Oh, I know. I was about to say we did a unit on Japan, but no, it was on China. Oh. So even that. <laughs> I, she probably just like I'm gonna fucking put this movie on for these kids. She's like I don't fucking give a shit. These kids will figure it out eventually. She's like I don't want to teach. I'm just gonna throw this movie on, which is valid. Um, and I remember being like, "Oh, this like looks so cool, but like, what's going on? Like, it's a lot for an eight year old to take in. It's definitely a lot for anyone to kind of take in on first watch." Yes, and then I later watched it. Uh, I do remember watching it on Cartoon Network with, with my brother. Um, but again, not really <laughs> understanding it. And I remembered like small bits and pieces from this movie. Like I remember, I didn't remember her name, but I remember Chihiro. I remember um, the tunnel. I remember Yababa because she was scary. Yeah. Your baby. Um, once I saw Haku as a dragon, I was like, oh yeah. I know um, her. And I, I remember, like, it being in a bathhouse, but, like, and I sort of really only remember No-Face just from, like, in more recent years where you you always see him on, like, Tumblr or, like, Twitter. Like, No-Face is, like, such an iconic thing. Mm-hmm. They're selling No-Face merch at Hot Topic. Ew. Um, yeah, but, like, the thing I remember most was the tunnel and, like, that her parents. Really? Were there and they go through. Yeah odd very odd it was yeah very odd um but yeah so speaking of the tunnel 
So Chihiro and her parents, they're driving through this new town that they're moving to in their Audi rich. Okay, they're Audi, damn. Um, and the dad takes a shortcut. Uh, it's Quote always unquote. some man taking some <laughs> shortcut because that's how they can tell me why every story where something goes fucked up is like some person being like, I know a shortcut through the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they they arrive at this tunnel. And Chihiro is sad because they're missing they're gonna miss their friends. They got a, a little a little bouquet from their friends from school. Some roses, yes. Some roses. Um and they yeah, they arrive at this building with this tunnel. And even though this girl says, Let's not fucking go through this tunnel where we don't know where it leads. Mama, papa. Like, let's go. And this is like this is like classic, like that's what I was saying. Like that's what I was like. Did, did your parents ever do that thing where they're like, it's okay, just come? And you're like, absolutely the fuck not. Honest, if I ever had a child and they said, I don't want to do that. No, let's not do that. I'd be like, I trust you. You've clearly said something that I don't. So we're not going to do that. But then Haku never would have been figured You're out who he so was. Oh, right. He would have been trapped. Oh my god, that would okay, but like terrible. at the end, I want to talk to you about a, a little bit of a of a little leftover situation that we gotta discuss because okay. they're moving to a new place, they have a new home, right? And then they get trapped in the what will we what we will find out to be the spirit world, the world mm -hmm. of the spirits, the spirit Halloween store. Oh god, yes. Um, so they walk through this tunnel and dad's like, oh, it's an old theme park. Look at all these things. There's like a little like market type of area. Did you see that? Um, I can't remember if Howl's Moving Castle was before this or after this. Do you know? After, I believe. Because right before this was Mononoke. Okay. And Howl's was in the 2000s. Okay. So in Howl's Moving Castle, which you've seen. I have. Do you remember that little time, that little like color wheel that they used to teleport with? No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, in Howl's Moving Castle, there's that little teleport teleporter wheel. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, um, there's that little wheel that they use to teleport. That little wheel is actually shown in the in the train terminal. Oh, okay. That they're in. So, so he must have had that planned. Or I'm just saying, like that must be like a little like I don't know Recurring if exactly thing. like. Yeah, like a little like, or maybe you know. he just loves rainbows. Ally, ally, <laughs> ally. Um, yes. Yeah, so the parents see this like food at this little like, you know, like an open like restaurant market or whatever. It's and like a, it's like a, yeah, like an outside like swap meet. And there's no one food. around, so they're like, let's just eat this food. We can pay them. Once we can pay them in. later. Which, by the ah, way, this food fucking looks banging. Yeah, food looks great, but if there's no one there, don't eat it. Um, I okay. You're gonna get turned into a pig. I'm gonna I get turned into a pig, and you're gonna have to guess which one I am at the end. Okay, you're supposed never. Uh, <laughs> How you said, was you said I love bacon. I love bacon. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get really mad at Chihiro's parents here because they are just fucking. Eating that whole chicken when the dad gets that whole chicken or the mom. Ate, I, I wrote this 
I wrote, I wrote, my man just ate a whole onion. <laughs> he ate a whole onion, one bite. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it's an episode of um, not binging with Babish because he has his assistant like Alan or whatever, like anime with Alan or whatever. But I think they try to like figure out what all these dishes are. And let me tell you, complex as shit looks delicious as fuck though. Uh, Chihiro finds a bathhouse and she says, oh, it's a bathhouse to us because we're we're Americans. Mm -hmm. Um, And we see a boy who warns her to leave and get across the river before it gets dark. Yes. And we go, oh, no. Oh, God. Not the Cinderella story. Not this. But. Not I dropped my cell phone on the floor. Hillary Duff Cinderella story. L. Oh, L-O-L. L. <laughs> um, yeah, but as she's okay, but Shokiro like books it. She starts running. She said, Say less, King. She runs and she's trying to get her parents, but lo and behold, girly, they pig. Yep. Oh lord, <laughs> oh god, they're pigs. Oh god, they're pigs. Oh god, pigs. Oh my fucking god, they're pigs. <laughs> um guys, third and they're being they're being like whipped now. <laughs> Yeah, because she's she's seeing all the spirits like manifesting themselves now, mm-hmm. and I believe this is no, this might be a little later, but um, this is around the time when we get my favorite. I, I again, I said my favorite track from um, Princess Mononoke was like uh, Demon Demon Three or something like that. I think is what it's called. Um, but my favorite track in this movie is uh, the Procession of Spirits. Okay, and is that when they come off the ferry? Yeah, the one that's like here, I'll play it for you. Oh, thank you. Oh, great. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, so like all these black floating floating spirits are coming around. She reaches the river and she's starting to become see-through. And yes, this is where the ferry docks and you see a bunch of things people we don't really know what they are they're all like cloaked yes and they're all getting off that little fairy they're all cloaked except for my man and let's take a moment to appreciate him the radish spirit you know Mm -hmm. him we love him big guy big jowls little the time the cuntiest little red hat oh I want a, a tattoo of the radish spirit so bad, but like when he has the fans later on, when he's like doing this little dance, um, he's so cute. Honestly, the radish spirit has boyfriend body, and I love him for it. Um, but let me play you a little bit of the procession of the sp- of spirits because bussin. <laughs> And again, I'm hearing about every couple seconds, but we'll put it in as the intro to this episode. I love it. Um, the boy <laughs> from before, who we we later find out his name is Haku, um, he says to eat some food or she will disappear. He gives her a berry. Mm-hmm. She has to eat food from that world like her parents did. Or she dis- will become see-through. Or she will vanish. Mm-hmm. We see a half-bird, half-woman up in the sky. And we're like, what's what that? What the fuck is even that? And what is that? Um, 
he Haku brings her across the bridge and he says, You gotta hold your breath across this bridge. Yes. And who shows up but this annoying ass frog? What is his name again? I already forgot. Jacobo, Jacoby, something like that. Jagaru. Chichi something. No, Chichi Devane is the other one. May she rest in peace. Oh, you're right. That was the guy. I don't know. Something with an A. It's like, no, it's like it's like Ja Rule, something like that. (laughs) It is Ja Rule. Yes, but this fucking frog is like Haku, gaba gaba gaba, and poor Chihiro is just like <laughs> dying, <laughs> literally Passing perishing. Away. But I love when how when because eventually, okay, poor poor Ch- they were like two steps away, literally fucking two feet away from I the got so mad. end of the bridge. And but I love frogs. You do love frogs, but that one needed a smack. You needed it. We needed to cook it. Smack it out of the way. Frog legs. Um, but poor little Chihiro could not hold it. And she's like, a human. And then I love when Haku just goes, bubble. <laughs> bubble, let's let's ride. But double bubble boiling trouble, bitch. Let's run. Yeah. So they're running. Um, and eventually once they get to away from everyone else, mm-hmm. um, he says. First, he says, if you want to help your parents, didn't he say you have to escape? But then he says, you have to go get a job. And ain't that America? You got to escape, but you got to get a job. <laughs> you can't escape without work. Mm-hmm. And ain't that truth for me going to New York? I can't escape without at least getting mm-hmm. 7.5 hours before I leave. Escape to New York. Oh, my God. Like the movie. Sh- do you want anything from New York? Do you want like a rat? What do you want me to bring you? A churro? Pizza rat? Ikea monkey? <laughs> um, oh my god, not the Ikea monkey. <laughs> I just remember him. How could I forget? How could I forget? You want a, you want a hot dog? Makes me want a hot dog real bad. Real bad. Um, no. Okay. I'll think on it. Okay. I'll think on it. But yes, yeah, so now she has to find a job. But Haku is like, go find. Oh fuck, what's his name? Haku's the. Remember on Glee when Finn's like, "Stop attacking me! I'm sick of it." And then Quinn goes, "Get a job." <laughs> That's Haku. <laughs> he will make that edit too. That's fun. Um, yeah, he says you have to go find. Um, the boiler man and get yes. a job. Get get oh uh get away from her, get a job. Yeah. Um yeah, so they ha- what's the boiler room man's name? I forget I'm forgetting right now. It is Kumaji, isn't it? Yes, Kumaji. Or Kumaji, visit- sorry. She has to visit Kumaji to go get a job. And this is when we get honestly, I forgot this scene existed until I saw it recently. But when she's like running down the stairs and she's just eating <laughs> eat shit. <laughs> I said, ooh, she fell, and then she kept running. I do remember Kamaji. Like, I don't remember the name, but I remember that image of him. Because how could you forget this fucking, like, Spider-Man? Oh, my God. But not Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider-Dash-Man. Spider-Slash-Man. I love the scenes with Kamaji where he's, like, grabbing all, like, the weird, like, little little things and putting them in the... And he's rolling it. Oh. Lord have mercy, do I love He's it. in that video 
Do you know, have you seen that tw- that video on Twitter of those men like covered in mud and they're doing that like? Oh, the fucking weird like side. Yeah, they're like, doing all these weird like equipment. that one guy's just shirtless. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it always goes around. Like, Twitter. I don't even know what the fuck job they're doing, but they're yeah. hot. It always goes around on Twitter of like, what's harder than this? And people are like, <laughs> like getting up and going to work or like, like being a lesbian and getting yeah. all your shows canceled. Like it's always seems like that. Um. Yeah, he's like that. And then we have the little, the little soot sprites. His little guys, yeah, his little guys. Oh, who feel like star treats? Those little star treats that he gives them. They're his starbursts. Better <laughs> get starbursts. Little starbursts. Um, yeah, and he's like, I don't need any help. I have my little sprites and those, mm-hmm. my little soot sprites, and they need to unionize. I'll tell you that they're being taken advantage of. They need to unionize. But I love when he when uh, Chihiro starts helping him, and then he's like, "You already fucking helped them. You have to finish the job. Mm-hmm. Like, you go fucking do it." That's and scary then, though. That fucking furnace that she's throwing stuff in. Hell yeah. no. That's what I'm saying. Those spri- those those soot sprites. They're fearing for their lives every time they throw a little rock in there. But they're made out of soot. They're fine. Okay. Well, he eventually says that he'll have to make a she'll have to make a deal with y- your baba, with mm-hmm. your mama, your baby. Um, and Lynn comes in and uh, says because she brought food for Kamaji. Yes. Um. And for the little sprite, she brought the little stars. Mm-hmm. And she so she takes her to go see your baba. Um, but she's like, "Who the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm. This is when and then she's on the elevator with the radish sprite. Hiding. Is this when is this when also she's like she's my cousin or like she's my niece? Uh Kamaji basically is like that's my niece. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um and then we have so we meet Yubaba and she makes her go through just the worst job interview where this little girl is saying, I want a job, and she is getting screamed at in her face. <laughs> and haven't we all been there? I love when she's like, give me a job. I need a job. Mm-hmm. That's I, all of us. In the and that's interview. how I got to work at the museum. Yeah. Because I literally went there and said, give me a job. I need a job. And she's screaming so much that the baby wakes up and we see that big ass foot and we're like, oh, this big baby. <laughs> this baby's fucking honey. We blew up the baby. <laughs> this is like that Toy Story baby doll. Oh. But like to scale of those toys. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. So she gives her a contract to sign and says but, that her new name is Sen. Yes. The contracts with you, Baba, basically work by she takes your old name and like leaves like a character or something and renames you after that singular character. Basically, in the end, her and you bought you, Baba. I we want to call her like you, Bell. Uh, Infamously, the demon that takes over Jaden Yusei's body in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Um, we all know that. <laughs> um, but that's how Yubaba's things work. So that's like the... If you don't get it on first view, it gets a little confusing because that, that's what ties her and... Um, what's Haku. Haku together. It's the fact that they don't know... They eventually start forgetting their original names, who they are. And so Haku is like... Keep this piece of paper with your name on it. You have to remember who you are or else you're going to be fucked up later. So it's very right. important that you keep, when you make a strike with you, Be- you Baba, you Bell, with you Baba, that you know who the fuck you are. 
And as with all Miyazaki films, there's so many themes that can be taken from it. And, like, I didn't want to get into it because, like, we already had so much to talk about. But, like, on the Wikipedia, it says supernaturalism is one of the themes. Fantasy, traditional Japanese culture, um, environmentalism, always. But one of Mm -hmm. them is westernism, or, sorry, western consumerism. And one of the things it does mention is... um, Yababa's act of taking Chihiro's name and replacing it with Sen can be thought of as a symbolic as symbolic of capitalism's single-minded concern with value. Because Chi, just the first part of Chihiro, mm. um, it means 1,000, but Sen um, or wait, isn't it hold on, I read this earlier, is either in the, here or the trivia, it's like 1,000 voices or something is chihiro but like mm-hmm. sen just means like a thousand oh, okay taking your voice away or something either way it talks about it go read it on the wikipedia or whatever it also talks about the dad's fucking audi car and his fucking polo shirt rich ass bitch anyway, oh my god no, he's wearing a it went in polo on him shirt. it went in on him oh fuck that dad um well it's also like the idea of like him being like we can pay for it later like there are no consequences for us Mm-hmm. So, and that's the consequences that's the you're paying. Like, I think I, again, I remember that tunnel, and I remember these parents. I think I remembered this story as being like, oh, these Americans in Japan. I can see where you could see that. Which makes because that dad looks American as hell. White. Looks like polo, like wearing boat shoes type of looking ass. Well, and that's like the Western consumerism thing. Uh, interfering with like traditional japanese culture where it's like yeah an audi and the polo shirt is a very like american like suburban dad kind of kind of vibe yeah mm, so I if see. anyone else when they were a kid thought this was a white family um you're not I, alone i used to think chihiro was a boy i don't know why for whatever fucking reason i thought chihiro was a chihiro was a boy okay um, Haku is supposed to show uh, Chihiro or Sen their new, their new job. Mm-hmm. Figure out oh. what department to put her in. Yes, but Yubaba doesn't know that Sen now. Sen but they know each other. And um, why the fuck do I keep Haku? Haku, Haku. Um, sorry. That they already know each other. That they already are friends. Yeah, they they gang gang. He pretends not to know her. He says, "Oh, what's your name? Mm? What the fuck is your name?" Never seen you before. He goes, don't look at me. Girl who I don't know. Um, so none of these departments want her. They're like a human. Fuck her. Yeah. And then he says, he. okay, you'll be Lynn's assistant. And she's like, what? I don't want this human ass bitch. And then as soon as the doors are closed, she's like, oh my God, girly. Baby girl. Let's girl, take her be like, you. You made it. Like, you got a job. Slice, mm-hmm. slice. And you're like, what? Everyone. The- Everyone Skip. in this bathhouse is such a fucking bitch up until the door closes and they're like, hey! You're all fake. Uh, they're like, fuck this hoe. Door closes. Girl, I didn't mean any of that fucking shit that I said. I promise you, I love you. I will support you. That Spongebob meme of like, like, me, like, it's like Squidward saying like, fuck these bitches. And it's like 10 seconds later, me and the bestie. And it's like, Squidward with Spongebob or Patrick or something. Taking pics. Yeah. <laughs> Me and the bestie. Um, I'll try to edit that one too. Um, 
So Lynn shows her their room. Is this just where like all the women stay? Yeah. So Lynn is part of basically like what I'm assuming is like just like the maidens, like Slumber the bath party. maidens. Um, and they all sleep in the same room. They all have the same sleeping quarters. They all have similar outfits. I think they might, if they're not all pink, they're all like some sort of like you know just white apron, uh, pink outfit, um, pinkish outfit. But yeah, they all sleep together. Very communal space. Very kind of kind of cool, honestly. I would slumber party, people, but cute slumber parties. Um, and she does say not to trust Haku because he's Yababa's henchman. Yes, everyone at this club knows Haku as like an enforcer, I guess. That yeah, that he works for her, mm-hmm. does does her dirty work probably because he's literally a fucking dragon. And so we're like, uh oh, is he good or is he not? What is up with him? Um, and in the morning, we have Chihiro waking up after hearing Haku, and he, like, came and, and like, touched her, like, her arm or whatever when she was sleeping yes. and said, meet me at the bridge. I'll take you to your parents. Yes, because she's gonna, yeah, this is when she meets her four fucking fat parent pigs, mm-hmm. and they're just like, <laughs> you know, pigging, doing pig noises. Doesn't she, oh my god, no, is this also the scene where... I always so I um this is also the scene where she gets the the onigiri the rice ball and he mm-hmm. was like here eat and she just like starts sobbing as she's eating it because she's like I promise I'll come back for you and I'll never forget you and she runs away. Mm-hmm. Um, this is also when uh, Haku gives her her clothes back and like, her name her, like, card. Clothes. Yes, so she doesn't forget. So she um, doesn't forget her name and then she sees him as a dragon for the first time because he goes woo woo woo. He flies off and she goes he's a dragon. Um, I do love this still. I like took a picture of it or like I found a, a, an image of it and I use it quite frequently now. But it's of it's of Chihiro just fucking Chihiro just fucking crying while eating the mm-hmm. the rice balls. And I'll post it sometimes when I'm just like mood right now, just eating and fucking crying. She double fists two fucking onigiris. Good for her, girl. And then we have um this is like a bit of a montage. We see like them, the the women cleaning the bathhouse. Yes, the they're cheers. mopping the floors. Yeah, getting used to it. We see they're getting no ready face. for the bathhouse opening. Yes, we do see no face outside. This oh, because she lets raining. him in, right? This is when it's raining, and yes, he comes in because we've seen him like a couple times before, right? He's yeah, he's on the bridge. Um, when they're when coming, she went to in. go see, yeah. When the, when they first get there, and she sees him, and she, No Face is the only spirit that sees her, even though she's still holding her breath, because he goes, mm-hmm. "Hey, girl, hi." Yes. Um, and then No Face ends up helping her get an herbal token because the whole thing is this big, gross ass spirit, stinky spirit. The stink spirit, she's coming. Is oh lord, she's a coming. <clears throat> she's gonna take a bath. This is where the spirits get cleaned. Mm-hmm. And so Lynn is like, "Go get an herbal token, a herbal soak token from the foreman." We need, we need bleach basically <laughs> for this bathtub. Girl, get the strongest bleach, the Lysol, the yes. fucking Windex. Get it all. Get a match and some gasoline because we're gonna burn this down. Um, so she goes to ask for the sleep tokens, but the John Ratzenberger guy's like, Fuck you, I'm not giving you a sleep token. But no face gets it for her and goes here. 
yes. then later he brings her all the sleep tokens. He's just, I love when he goes, ah, ah, <laughs> She's ah. like, I don't need all these. I don't fucking want them. He just drops them on her. He goes, ah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this stink spirits in the bath and then she's oh and he is stinky water overflowing she she's like oh i think there's like a thorn in here or something yes and this is where we get the environment again the miyazaki of it all environmentalism Mm -hmm, because he's made of garbage girl mama this this is garbage um because yeah she's like i feel a thorn on his side and, and Yubaba says, Thorn, I know what the fuck you are. She says, everybody. Everybody, we, we get me a rope. We got to help this stinky ass bitch. Yeah. Get this smelly hoe in the fucking bath. Get me some rope. We about to pull this bitch out. Yes, they're heaving and hoeing. Yes. Heaving and hoeing, heaving and hoeing. Yes. Hoeing and heaving. So she finds, yeah, she finds like that thorn and she wraps the, the thing on him. The water has yet to turn off, I think, because the water is still fucking running. Mm-hmm. So wasteful. Um, but yes, they're Eve. How I love when you Baba summons her like little like fans. Her little fans. Yeah. And like everyone has them down there. Yeah. That's efficient. It's organized. It's very cute. Um, but yes, and they, they pull, pull a bicycle. A frit. Not the white refrigerator, honey. A roast beef chicken to pizza. Um, a whole boat some bones the entire dvd collection of glee (laughs) everything was in there um but yes turns out the what is he he's a river spirit yes he's an old guy we see ah. he goes he oh oh when he he says this house is clean and he goes thank you he says this house is clean. Oh my! I was about, I was thinking about her the whole time. This house is, is clean. clean. Queen. Oh, may she rest in peace, Queen. Um, but yeah, but, and, and this is when we see the red spirit little... doing his little dance. He's, he's going like, "Yay!" <laughs> and he gives her this little. What looks he like gives her a ball, like food. Yeah, like a medicine. I guess ball. it is. Yeah, like a dumpling. Yeah, medicine ball. Um, but then this is this is also when we he becomes drops gold. gold. He becomes a bunch of little gold pieces. He's fucking gold, baby. He's gold. And these bitches are like gold, gold. And he flew off, and and then Yababa's like, "Oh, he was rich." She said, "That's why I wanted to help him because he was rich, rich." No, girl, Yubaba, you wanted to kick his ass out, but he you had already him shown ugly. up. You called him ugly, stinky. You said no, uh, no, no, no uglies, no fats, no fams. And then he shows up with money. She said, "Hi, ugly fat fam, I love me, you." Me and the bestie. <laughs> um, and then at night we see that frog whose name we can't remember. Oh fuck that bitch! Oh, because he's like scraping for gold in between the cracks of the floor. He's going to find gold, and then no face is giving him gold. But then, girl, he girl, got eight. He got eight. Girl, he got he got eight. Let no face really ate him up, let me tell you. When when a man in a mask shows up and he goes, ah, ah, and he offers you some gold, best know he about to eat you. 
he really he really thought he ate and he did quite honestly he he stay eating because the next morning we see everyone there's a man out here giving gold to everybody free gold girl good luck but girl it has a price yeah greed um, has a price baby greed has a price the hero having that dream where she's not able to tell which pigs her parents are sad um and then yes everyone's talking about this new guest that's giving away gold and it's no face um we and then we but have he, he wants, he's hungry we have haku uh as a dragon being chased by what looks like birds and then we see that they're little like paper birds no they're like paper angels there's those little like you make a little chain of the the yes. children <laughs> it's mm -hmm. those the it's little edward scissor hands oh lord chain the mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he's getting fucked up because he's bloody as fuck. Yes, he's all bloody. And then he ends up going up to the but whatever floor. He goes up through the chimney and then falls all the way down into the boiler room, basically. Um, And then we have no face offering like as she's Shihiro's trying to get to help Haku. Um, no face is like here gold all the gold and she's like no i don't want that um and then he eats two more people but this is good because this is chihiro rejecting capitalism mm -hmm. no face is western capitalism do we see it do you do see, see it everyone um and then when we get to uh yababa's office we have Chihiro hiding in the cushions with baby. Oh, and this is when we see that fat fucking baby. With if baby. you don't play with me, I'll cry. Yes, baby who apparently can talk. Oh, he's so scary. And is also like, you're a germ. Because he's a germaphobe. Mm -hmm. Yes. But he's never left the room. It's like a bubble boy situation. Oh, I wish that were me. Um... And then we see witch bird Yababa, her yes. hybrid witch bird form attacking Chihiro. Um, and the baby well, comes in crying. Well, there's like two. So Yubaba can turn into that fat fucking bird version of herself. But she also has like a little mini me version that is like just like a bird with her face. And let me tell you, this was also confusing. <laughs> Because when I wrote down that I wrote down literally my next notes, little paper bird turns baby into mouse, Yababa into little bird. And then it was like the green guy, the little green heads into the baby, right? Yes. And then yes. we find out that Zaniba was a little paper bird. Yes. So Zaniba. Okay, to catch everyone up. But, the, but then here was my confusion. was later, you, you see your Baba. So I was like, what? Didn't what the fuck? So wait, so... So what's happening... a little bird form of her that got turned into a littler bird? Okay, so here's what's happening, right? So, Zaniba. No, Yubaba? Okay, your baby. Um... Yubaba has like a little like scout bird version of herself that flies around constantly to check up on stuff. Okay. 
earlier, after the Sing Spirit had flown away, because Yubaba isn't there when No Face is getting all fucking cracked out, right? She would have stopped that shit immediately. Um, so that night, you uh, Yubaba had turned herself into another, like a big fat bird version of, of the little bird, and they both flew away. Um, and Haku was sent on a mission to gather um, Zaniba's, like, her stamp, her, like, yeah, golden her stamp seal. we see later. Yes, her seal. So Zaniba did sent out those little again? paper birds. Why did they want the seal? It's just, like, magic or some shit like that. It doesn't really get explained, but it's just kind of, like, it's, like, it's important to Zaniba, basically. Okay. It's, like, her, like, magic seal. Um, and so, yes, and so the, the big head, the, the, all the three big heads, because Zaniba shows, I think it's Zaniba who's, I'm confused now. Exactly. So the whole thing is that Yababa has a twin sister, Zaniba. Yes. Which is very Wizard of Oz, Glinda, Goodwitch. Alphaba, Badwitch. Alphaba, Badwitch. They're about to sing, um, about to, see, about to say Breaking Free. They're about to sing popular. Um fuck this. Anyways, Zaniba turns the three head bitches into the baby. Now they're like, I'm baby. Now I'm baby. And she turns the baby into a rat. It's a little mouse. And then something else into like a little bird. So basically, th- all of all of you Baba's hench people get turned into like animals. Yeah. Um. And then Zaniba like fucks off, whatever. And then that's when we get into the basement, and Haku like basically like throws up the seal because because she gives him the little dumpling. yeah she like forces her whole fucking hand in his mouth and like like a dog mm-hmm. me when Marty. Steel is eating something he shouldn't, and I have to like put open, my hand up, up, open up. Yeah. Um. So she does that. So to catch up to speed, yeah. I to to fill you in. I didn't watch the movie today, but I had literally watched the movie like literally last week. Okay. So like it is like it's a comfort movie. It's like Coraline at this point, where it's like if I feel if I want to feel happy, I'll put on Coraline. Um, the Corpse Bride. Um. Nine River for Christmas or fucking spared it away at this point. Or I also watched. Oh, well, we watched it for the podcast. Never mind. I was going to say Princess Mononoke, but I watched well, that movie all movies that are kind of scary. I love, <laughs> but also very beautiful. Um, yes. So then we have. So this Kamaji is when we start to comfort no face. He's bleeding inside. Yes. And so, yeah, she gave him the medicine to throw him up. The gold seal came out. The slug, which is like the protector thing, she steps on. And then I love when she goes, put your fingers together mm-hmm. and break. And he breaks the curse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Hawk goes back to human, but he's still sick. So they just kind of lay him down. Lynn shows up and says, what the heck happened here? What the hell is even this? And she's like, this bitch, no face, is eating everyone and says that you know him. <laughs> He said, you know, you let him in. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Gotta go deal with this. But I guess that's my life. I'm just your normal average teen. (laughs) Just looking into the camera. This is just stuff that I do. 
I guess I'm just spirited away. Oh my god. And so, um, well, Kamaji gives Chihiro the train tickets because he's like, if you want to go see Zaniba to sort this shit out and get like give her the seal back and everything, take these train tickets. You're gonna need um, them to cross the river. Yes, but first she goes talk and talks to No Face and gives him some of the medicine. Well, this is after No Face fucking chased her down the fucking building like a madman. Yeah. Which, like, I forget how or why, but he starts throwing people back up in the middle of all of that. Maybe, like, she gives him the medicine and then he chases after her. Um, yes, that's what happens. He's throwing up and he gets mad uh-huh. because of that. Yeah, exactly, like he said. Um, and then we have Lynn um, helping her get close to the train station. Like she as goes to that little boat. Yeah, that little bathhouse looking boat. As they leave, and she's like, No face, like I think being here makes them crazy. Come with us. Yeah, and it, the whole thing is like, Yeah, is him being taken over by capitalism. Well, just like his surroundings. I forget. I read it in there and I was like, It all makes sense. <laughs> I read it somewhere. Basically, Anyways. yes. So No Face being in the bathhouse drives him crazy because it's basically that like buy 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 sell 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 mentality of like I need to keep purchasing to get what I want. So if I want more food, I have to give them more money, more money, more food, more money, more food. And so he sees how much these people love money. So he can just kind of I guess he can just fucking make gold, which like, okay, cool, fucking Midas touch over the here. Um so that's why it makes him crazy because he's he like feeds into that whole like capitalism thing. Capitalism is the villain, if we haven't noticed quite yet. And then so No Face follows her um, to the train station, coughs up one last creature, which was the first one that he ate. The frog. Saw, was just the frog. So yay, I guess he lived. Oh god. And then god. they both get on the train. And they're sitting there. And I said, that's us on the light rail. Just. Just sitting there next to each other. Silent. Watching, watching no a homeless around. man do pit pull-ups. Yes. Um, and then back at the boiler room, Haku wakes up, asks Kamaji where Sen is. He's like, I heard her voice. And then I felt better. And now I'm here. Um, he said, isn't that funny how that happens? And then he goes to you Bob because she's over here talking about her fucking baby and he's like that's not even your fucking baby that's these greenheads oh my god yeah because she thinks the baby is still hers dumb mm-hmm. bitch and then he's like tear up Sen's contract and return her mom and dad and she's like mm, I will but I'm gonna put her through one final test if you really because yeah because he basically goes if you want your fucking baby back your baby do this if you want your baby back ribs, you'll do this, okay? If you want to fucking make rib meal, ooh. then I think you're going to listen to me. Okay, I know we're supposed to be protesting like McDonald's and Burger King, but the way I've been craving them so bad. I haven't broken. I haven't, been, I haven't broken the, the picket line. But I'm hungry. Not you talking about McRibs and then saying you've been craving things from there. I, I kind of. The McRib of all things. I kind of want to try a McRib. Oh, I think they're God. nasty, but I want to try it. Um. Anyways, when they get to um, Zaniba's house, she gives her her seal back. And this yes. girl is the grandmother we all love. 
So like, because she was like pissed off earlier, and now she's just like, hey. Zaniba's such a fucking crazy bitch. She's like, and then you meet her, and she's like, you want some tea? You want some tea? You want me to knit with you? Knit one pearl. She literally says, knit one pearl two. Knit (laughs) one pearl two. And I said, yes. And she gets her seal back, and she's like, okay, it's fine. Um, Thank you. Well, and then she goes like, it takes a lot of strong magic to break my my car, so you must be really special. Mm-hmm. Oh, because she says it can only be broken by love. The power of love. It's the flames the power of love. love. Um, and she also says to use what she remembers to save her parents and Haku. Yes. We have no face knitting. That's fun. Haku arrives, and she and then Zaniba's like, "That's love. That's the power." Mm-hmm. That's a power pine salt, baby. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. power of love. Mm-hmm. That's the power of love. And so they say their goodbye. Everybody say love. They're gonna leave. No face is gonna stay because like he needs to be in that calm environment with her. Yes, and she goes, He's a great helper. He can stay with me. Would you mm-hmm. like that? No face. Oh, I love Zaniba. <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. I love her. She's mother. Mother. I am your mother. Oh my god, Zaniba guest judging on Drag Race when? Am I right? (laughs) Oh my god, Zaniba is the guest. She's like, honey, I love this outfit. And that's the power of love. And that's the power of love. And then as they are flying. Butterfly in the sky. He's a dragon. Well, because Um, the entire movie, Chihiro... Before we explain what's about to happen, Chihiro has been having like visions of like herself like drowning in a river. Mm-hmm. Basically, like we see her shoe flying off and she's in water and she's like, What the fuck is even going with this? Um, and then and Haku did say when he first met her, because she's like, How do you know my name? And he's like, Oh, I've known you since you were little. Mm-hmm. He said, I don't know how, I don't remember why, but I know you. But I know you. And so she remembers. She's like, "Hey, I've I've been thinking, and um, I remember that your name is actually um, like I, I think you're the Kohaku River, the spirit of the yes." Kohaku and River. she goes, "That's it. You're the you're the you're the Hokaku's you Hokaku Kohaku. You're the Kohaku River." And he goes, oh. He just fucking all of his scales race. <laughs> yes, times, Freddie. And he remembers. And they're just, they're free falling. Mm-hmm. No, no one's, no one's freaking the fuck out at the fact that they can't fly anymore. Yeah. Well, then how do they, what happens after that? Because my next note is just bathhouse. I think they can, <laughs> bathhouse. I, I think, so as they're flying, he goes, you're right. I am the Hokaku River Spirit. Thank you. You broke the, he broke this. So they yeah. basically broke you Baba spell that was on. Haku, yeah. Oh, Hokaku, Yokaku, Hoku, Hoku, the singer. <laughs> Things. Um, how do I feel? Um, they broke the they broke the the spell because he now knows who he is. Um, and I think he can still fly, but he can't turn into a dragon. Okay, I think. Um, and so they land, and they go back to the bathhouse, and that's where they find Yubaba, your baby. Yes, the baby's um, back, and the baby says, "Leave San alone." You baby back rib. Yes, and then yes. Yeah, so the the baby. Well, as they're falling when they land, I think the baby also turns back, and whatever whatever the bird was, 
Um, and so he was like, yeah, he basically yells at his mom because she she's like, if you, oh, he says like, if you make Sen cry, I'll never talk to you again or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, it's okay, baby. I won't make her cry, but this is the final test. Like basically being like, she has to do this, but I promise it's not a bad thing. Oh, she's like a promise is a promise. And I already said that she had to take the test. Sorry. So, she- yeah, this last test is to see if she can tell which pigs are her parents. She gets one try. Yeah, which I think is kind of fucked up. <laughs> and then she says, none of these pigs are my parents. It was a trick question. And she's like, you're right. And all the, like, I love when all the people turn into, like, back to normal. And they're like, yes. Again, everyone. we see the river spirit or the radish spirit being like. <laughs> yes, everyone's celebrating. Um, and then at the end, we have Haku and Chihiro saying goodbye. He says they'll meet again. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, she has to go back the way she came, go through that tunnel. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, she gets across the river and she sees her parents. They go through the tunnel. And and they're like, we told you not to go off, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, she just saved your asses. Okay, you y'all literally know. ate the food and turned into pigs. So what's that? Y'all don't even understand. Well, and then the crazy thing is, so after they escape, we see the car and everything outside, and it's, like, covered in, like, forest shit. Like, it has been overgrown on. Mm-hmm. So, like, they don't have a home anymore. I'm going to say this. I don't know how they Japanese, foreclosed. like... Huh? They foreclosed. I was going to say, like, I don't know how, like, rent and mortgages work in Japan, but, like, it looks like they've been gone for a couple months now. So, they don't got a home no more. Yeah, I wonder how much time specifically has passed. Because it's only been like a couple days, I think, in the spirit world, but it looks like it's been like months outside. You've been gone for 15 minutes. No. Um, yeah, and they, they drive away, and as they're driving away, the dad's like, ah, oh, new school, new home. It, like, that is kind of scary. And she says, I think I can handle it. Girl, Chihiro every- is supposed to be in seventh grade now. <laughs> probably. Probably get a job, bitch. <laughs> Grow up. You're 18 now. Go get a job. <laughs> what year You're is it? 25 now. Health insurance. Oh God. It's the year 3000 now. And we're all um, underwater. Yeah, that's the movie. And Juan's gonna read you some IMDb reviews. IMDb. 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 So, or as usual, dissertations, dissertations everywhere. Um, so I picked just like a couple of them that like, I mean, it's also like every review is kind of the same. It's either people complaining at the fact that like, it's confusing to watch. There's so many loose ends, blah, 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 blah. But I kind of get it the more I watch it. Um, and people just absolutely praising the shit out of this movie. So I picked two reviews that kind of talk about those topics. So this one's written in 2020, December 29, 2020. So this is literally the beginning of the pandemic. People be people Did be you crazy. December 2020? December 29, 2020. So this okay, is literally so like, like the end of that year. This is like COVID. There's no vaccine yet. Like this is yeah, this is still we're in quarantine. Yeah. No, no, no end in sight. Um 
I enjoyed this movie, but more towards the end. The first half of the movie is very odd. Also, by the way, I think it's hilarious that most of the reviews are Americans being like, this is fucking weird. What is this? This is such a weird film. I wonder who it's commenting on. But it's like, it's like kind of, it's still beautiful, but it's like really weird. I don't get it. Girl, grow up. Um, the first half of the movie is very odd, which is one of the main reasons I kept watching as I wanted to understand it, but that didn't really happen. Mm. Um, not enough was explained, and it felt like a mix of random events, yet there was an actual story. I'm struggling to come up with a reason of why No Face was even in the movie. He just was there. Okay. All right. There's a whole fucking theme with him, but okay. Um, and he's an is... iconic Halloween costume. Hello. Girl. Yeah, girl. Get... What am I going to dress up as? Your baba? Your ba- you bail? The baby? Oh my god, what if we were both one of the green heads? Frankie could be the other green head. What if we were Yababa and Baby? Or oh. we were Yababa and Zaniba? What if we were Yababa and Zaniba and we were both babies? Oh. Um, this, mo- <laughs> this movie isn't bad by any means. It's just lacking something in my opinion. Your opinion. Um, I also didn't, period, really feel in touch with any of the characters as no room was left for them to develop. The weird and wacky characters made the film very unique and interesting. The film is very visually beautiful as well. I would personally want more depth. It is a good movie with a lot of potential. 7 out of 10. More depth? Okay. There is so much depth here. The Miyazaki film? Literally, <laughs> if Miyazaki added more depth... There's depth in all of them. <gasps> Wendy Williams, depth wow. to all of them. Depth. Miyazaki, when he makes movies, depth to all of them. That one guy, when he sent the sword over, death To all of them. To just him. To the Weinstein brothers. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's just like, I don't know, fucking Americans just don't know how to, like, pay attention. Is the end all be all to hear? Mm-hmm. Um, here's my other one. Written in 2010. Um, by Little Songbird. Um, prepare to be enchanted. I love Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. And Spirited Away is one of my favorite movie films from the studio. This is coming from someone who was delighted by Howl's Moving Castle, blown away by Princess Mononoke, emotionally devastated by Grave of the Fireflies, and touched by the simplicity of the cat returns all but to name a few spirited away is a mythical charming and truly enchanting animated fantasy even with a long length of so, uh, even with the long length and some slow moments i will give it it does have it like it's lulls but i think they're 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 needed um the animation is absolutely stunning both the hand-drawn visuals and the CGI graphics given an ethereal charm to the film. The characters move more than, wait, the characters move more than convincingly and the colors are beautiful. The music is also outstanding. I love the simplicity of the piano and the drama of the more dramatic parts. The story is a pleasure. I know people have complained of some loose ends but it is an original, touching, and charming one, I feel. I also love the characters. Kikiru, 
voice with the real enthusiasm uh wait voice with real enthusiasm enthusiasm by Deve Chase did I say that right mm-hmm. slay is sulky to begin with but she is also brave and resourceful traits I like in young heroine um Lynn is kind and sympathetic and Susan Egan who was also in Porco Rosso was unusually sensitive as the character. Jason Marston is charming as Haku, and Susan Blechette is perfect as the grotesque Yobaba, and as her sister, Zeniba. Overall, I love Spirited Away. It is really charming. 10 out of 10. Bethany Cox. We have a real name. Courtney Cox's daughter? Sister, mother, (laughs) grandma. We'll never know. Um, I do want to read a couple funny letterbox reviews here. One says, "Wish my boyfriend was a river." Stop. (laughs) Full stop. And then the top review on letterbox for Spirited Away is. I got lost in a department store once when I was five, and it felt a lot like this. <laughs> I get that. When you lose, I feel your, that. you lose your mom at a fucking Target, and you're like, oh, God. When you lose your sibling, and you're just fucking running around being like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yes. Um, we do have a tweet from Grace, who I believe tweeted us last time about Mononoke. Um, Grace said, I remember watching the Oscars in 2002. Well, it was 2003, but okay. As a kid uh, and being confused by uh, why Spirited Away won, because I hadn't even heard of it. But then it came to our theaters and we saw it and my whole family was like, yep, that definitely deserved the win. It be- and it became an all-time fave. You said, shouldn't Spirit Stallion of the Simmerin have won? No. I, I never saw Spirit I remember my dad, I think I've said this before on the podcast, that my dad was like, oh, we're, I'm going to take you and your brother to go see Spirit, like, thinking that I would want to see fucking Spirit. I never want to see Spirit Halloween. And then I was like, I would rather see Star Wars. I believe it was Revenge of the Sith. Or no, 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 I think it was Attack of the Clones. I was like, I want to see Attack of the Clones again. And they were like, Really? Because I'm sure they were like, well, yeah, we would rather fucking see that, too. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care about spirit. Your dad was like, really? Yes? And the only other thing I know about spirit is spirit the horse. That's what Brittany Broski... Do you know this? That she Like, her original Twitter got suspended because she she tweeted, like, a, like a fan art thing of, like, spirit the horse who had, like, a big dick or something. <laughs> So she had to start a new Twitter account. No, that's so gross. <laughs> I do believe that's the lore there. <laughs> um, well, what are our final thoughts on this movie? I mean, what can we say? It's fucking gorgeous. Like, truthfully, like, when I watch this movie, I don't go in it and I just, I don't leave it being like, what the fuck was that? I just go, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Like, any Miyazaki movie, I'm like, gorgeous. I don't need to be explained anything. Just fucking, this is great. I love it. Like, I think I think this is the most, like, 
digestible for like dumb people and like Americans, which the circle, the Venn diagram is a circle. But I think that might be also why like it's considered like the best or like everyone's favorite usually because it's not like deci- not divisive i mean not to say that princess mononoke or like any of the other ones are divisive but it's like it's less like it's not as heavy-handed where it's yeah. like environmentalism war you mm-hmm. know this one's like yeah it's like capitalism but like it's also just this little girl like it's about taking a bath you just fucking take a shower, dude. At the fucking end of the day, get, get clean. Get a purple smoke token and fucking lay, sit down. Get clean. So five stars. Fucking seven stars. I don't give a shit. So five stars. Yeah. I mean, again, like five stars. What else could I say? Like there is nothing wrong with it. Did I get a little confused with the Zaniba Yababa of it all? Sure. But that's not but that's, the movie's fault. But I think, that's you're, I think that you're supposed to be confused when you first hear me like, what the fuck? I'm just confused about who turned into what. We just need to watch that scene again. Yeah. We just need to watch that scene again. Um, yeah, but five stars. Well, five I guess stars. seven from you. Twelve collectively. Literally twelve stars. Um, this movie is fucking beautiful. The mu- the music, gorgeous. The rad the radish spirit alone gets the two stars, the two extra stars. Look, my mm-hmm. again, boyfriend body. For me, those little suits. Oh God! Okay, I know our nice tattoo, Sarah. I'm gonna get the radish spirit, and you're gonna get the little soots. I have seen people get tattoos of the soots before. Where should I think? I should, where, where where do you think the radish spirit would be on my calf? My stomach is making the worst noises. I heard it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or should I get like a little like slutty pin uh pinstripe of the radish spirit on my thigh? A pinup. Yeah. You said pinstripe. I I heard myself. I'm like a stripe. <laughs> Okay. Just a stripe down your leg. It's the radish spirit. Um, I don't know. It depends, like how big you want it, how much detail needs to. Go I really just it. want like a line art version of him because he's so. That might be like a good like on the on the arm on the side. I want to get fucking buff before I get anything on my arm. So. And when do we think that's? Shut up! Uh, <laughs> stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> And he said, and when will you join a gym? <laughs> I hate you. I get it. I get it. Look, I'm supposed to be doing my treadmill and stuff. And have I been? No. No. Sure. Was I sick for two weeks? Yeah. But mm. have I done it this week? No. It's okay. Because I feel like you didn't eat those weeks. So you probably lost weight just like with not eating. Probably. Oh, my God. Skinny. It's like mean girls math. Oh, my God. Did How I? How many calories are are in this fucking calcium bar did i tell you that i can fit into mediums now Mm. i wear mediums like how does that work Ooh, do you want some of my shirts no should we swap like you know my italian shirt that you would usually wear because you could you were the only one that could fit it oh the jacket yeah yeah i can wear it now okay is it it's a little snug but like probably because you're walking around the museum all day probably do you count your do you look at your steps ever? Oh girl, let me tell you. Sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Actually, let me see how much because on Saturday I was crazy. The app and I'm like, all I did was go to work and I walked eight thousand steps. Now, how did I do that? And I'm like, okay. Hold up, let me check this real quick because was it Saturday? 
And then like on a Sunday, I'll walk 20 steps. Okay, you want to know how many steps I walked on Saturday during our, during our during our big event at the museum? Sure. Um, nineteen thousand nine hundred and seventy-three. Ooh, apparently they recommend. I mean, it's obviously going to be different from person to person, like based on your size. But I I guess the aim is to do like ten thousand a day. Well, and I don't know how that's something. possible sometimes, because sometimes, again, if it's the weekend, I'm getting maybe 20, maybe 30, 40. Girl, three, if you're lucky. Three. Yeah. But then if I'm out and about, then sometimes I'll get a bunch. Like today, I went to the museum with my friends, right, for a little bit. I got 4,000. That's, yeah, that's a lot. That's like, all right. But like, when I'm at work, like Wednesday. And today, my se- mine says 180, so. <laughs> work literally work um we're all valid i think if i'm at work like for a full eight i usually get around ten thousand. so that's not bad Mm -hmm. hey we're walking we're doing something at least we're doing it y'all oh my god on thursday when i didn't go to work guess how many i got 45 123 okay slay slay um on monday i got 17. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's fine that's what your your off your days offer for yeah yeah to not move uh well especially at a job where yeah you're always moving yeah you gotta rest Yar. but you know who else is doing stuff who's on the move let's talk about iris You know what? Iris is a girl that's traveling the world. Iris is the world's child. I don't know where she's where she is at actually. Um, Iris is our podcast artist and our beloved friend. May she be somewhere. May she be nowhere. May she be everywhere. Who knows? You know how you will know if you follow her on Instagram or Twitter at Creamsicle Panda. So give her a follow so you can. Where in the world is Iris? Let's let's talk about that. That's good. That was good. Um, and if you want to find out where we are and what we're doing, follow us on everything at Planet Weird Pod. But please don't dox me. Because we, we always be posting. Um, and if you want to support us, there's merch links in the description. You can rate or review us wherever you are listening to us. Um, you can also just sign up for our Patreon. Ooh la la. Ooh where- la la. If you do $5 and up, you get not only a shout out, but you also get the YouTube version of this podcast. Uh, if you do $10 and up or $15 and up, you get either one or two, depending on the tier, um, of our bonus episodes for that month talking about a certain Disney Channel show. So this month it's Dave the Barbarian. Ooh la la. And we covered the first episode and the last episode. So if you want to hear us talk about those, join the Patreon. And next month on Patreon, we'll be talking about Phil of the Future. And I know he was a lot of your y'all's gay awakening. Oh, Lord have mercy. If I could have it all. So pay up and listen, okay? Um, And here are our shout outs for Patreon. Thank you to these patrons. We have uh, Grace Worspon, Shelby Deacon, Emily Palmer, Jared Van Leeuwen. These are old. 
<laughs> Sorry, because I'm, I'm like, I know Jared's not doing it right now. Jared's like, mm, unemployed right now. Jared said, I hate all of y'all. No, let me just double check. I have to go too. Now you're just outing that he's unemployed. I'll cut that out. But he has been tweeting about it, so. Okay, never mind. We're all good. Um, active. Okay, shout out to Lindsay Britt, Natalie Hernandez, Enrique Buenrostro, Jose Contreras Jr., Grace Worspawn, and Ivy. Ivy? Fuck. <laughs> Didn't, wasn't there a Japanese word? I started with G. My hands look really smooth. Um, I'm trying to think of like a spirit or something. Ivy ghost face. Because we can't do no face. Okay, perfect. There we go. Ivy ghost face. Because no face is a little... Oh my god, what if it's... No, like G-N-O. Like G-N-O by Miley Cyrus. Yeah, no. It's a girl's night. J Ivy no face, but it's spelled with a G. Wow. Love that. Let's get creative with it. Um, but yeah, thank you to our patrons for this month. We appreciate you. Slay. Um, and then the theme for next month, you've all been waiting. What's February's theme going to be? What is it? And you know what? It was such a hit last year that we thought we still have some movies to talk about from this actor. So let's bring it back. No. It's the return. Of Fraser February. Oh, shit. You better watch the fuck out. We're going to watch The Whale. No. I'm going to watch The Whale on my own time. Simply no. Um, we will oh, be please watching. Please don't make me watch Journey Back to the Center of the Earth or whatever the fuck it was called. We already watched that. The other one, the sequel. But he's Return. not in that. Oh, it's Dwayne. It's Dwayne. The man who stole his job. <gasps> Okay, and the Scorpion King himself, because we will be watching two movies from 1999, two Brendan Fraser hits that were back-to-back. -back. We will be watching Blast from the Past. Okay, Slay. Is that fun, the one where he comes out of the bunker? Yes, a fun comedy. Okay. And then we'll be, we'll be watching The Mummy. That's right, the movie that all bisexuals love because it has Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz being hot in it, and we love uh, that. Mommy. So if you watch either of those, um, let us know your thoughts on them. You can tweet us or DM us or email us, whatever. Um, and also, let us know if we should do Japanuary next year, and if so, what uh, Ghibli movies should we do? Did you want Totoro next year? Did you want Ponyo? Or like, is there another Japanese thing that you want like, us to talk about? Like another Japanese, like, not Ghibli? Let us know. Not Ghibli. We have a year to figure it out. So just let us know your, your faves or, or maybe a, a movie you hate from Japan that you want us to cover. I don't know. Oh, my God. Do you want us to watch Rangu? Rangu? Ringu, which is interesting because in the ring, you know who the little girl is who comes out of the fucking well with her hair all wet or whatever? Jahiru? It's DeVay Chase. Oh my god, DeVay Chase everywhere. Is we everywhere. Can't escape her. 
Okay, well, we hope you have um, a lovely rest of Japanuary, and we will see you in Fraser February. Goodbye. Thanks, thanks, thanks.